You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it. We have made it through an entire Major League Baseball season. We have made it through an entire October. Ladies and gentlemen, the World Series. After a week of waiting for it, which I gotta say, interesting planning, Major League Baseball. We're gonna get a World Series on Friday as we are currently recording here on Wednesday. Welcome to Odyssey Sports Big Time Baseball. It is me, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, man, we don't have a special guest. We got the guy, the one and only Tony Gwynn Jr. That's right, an actual co-host of this show, co-hosting this show with me. Pretty fired up, Tony. How you doing, man? I am good. Uh, it uh, the ride uh, that I've been on has has been pretty, wow. pretty spectacular, and uh, I'm sad to see it come to an end. But uh, I'm also uh, ready for a little bit of downtime for sure. Yeah. I- Bet you are. But before we get to what the World Series matchup is, obviously, we got to talk about your pods. Pods sadly falling to the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, like we all predicted at the beginning of right? October. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, I mean, really. I mean it, 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 was, it was crazy, right? A, a fifth and sixth seed take out, I mean, what, and, and combined, what, three, three 100 win teams all get knocked out? It was uh, it was it was it was pretty spectacular. And to be quite frank, I know the series ended early. Um, it was a good series, despite, it you know, it not getting to a, a game seven. Those two teams were matched up pretty well. It, it, yeah. it could either those games could have gone either way uh, for both sides. Like it, your Padres could have easily have won that series three one in the same way the Phillies won it three one. Yeah, it was madness. It was a great series. I really enjoyed watching it. I was obviously rooting for the pods the whole way through. But listen, the Phillies were aren't even supposed to be here. When I say not supposed to be here, it means in October, they were supposed to be home, man. The only reason they're even here is because the Brewers decided to tank it up on that last month of the season, and the Phillies were able to sneak on in, and none of us gave them a chance against the Cardinals, me included, by the way. Nope. Sure nope. as hell didn't give him a shot against the Braves. Are you kidding me? And then coming up against the Padres, I'm like, well, this pitching matchup, I mean, obviously the Padres are going to just absolutely trounce them. Uh-uh. 
That team's offense is as good as any offense in baseball today. But here was the thing that I thought was going to be the thing that would have broken their back, and it almost did a couple of times with the Padres. Um, man, the Phillies' defense is still bad. It is still bad. It is still very, very bad. <laughs> that is how that is how well they are playing offensively, mm-hmm. and that is quite frankly how well they are pitching, uh, yes. bullpen included. Like you're, they're not having to make a ton of plays because the bullpen has been that good, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you brought up, you brought up a terrific point. I mean, you didn't think the Phillies could get there, but i tell you what, Bryce Harper is, um, he's playing a different game right now. I mean, he, he, he literally won three of the four games in that series by himself uh, against the Padres. I mean, he's been, and it's, and it's not just that series. He's literally been hitting damn near 500 throughout the course of the playoffs at this point. How can you be a guy who was in the cover of Sports Illustrated at 16, a guy that's won two MVPs, and a yeah. guy that in this October completely carried his off? Well, carried his offense as being a little dramatic, but he because he's obviously other guys have hit as well. Obviously, standout performances from Schwarber, uh, incredible uh, timely home runs from Hoskins. But let's be real clear. I mean, the star of that team this October has been Bryce Harper. All these things that we're saying about Bryce Harper, a guy, a guy who's been touted as a child. Is he somehow underrated? Yeah, I, I think so. Think about what you we just finished talking about. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated before he finished high school. Yes. Before he finished high school. And has pretty much been the LeBron James of baseball in terms of from a very young age. And 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 we could very well say that he is underrated. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's- <laughs> This is where we're at. Like <laughs> it's, it's 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 quite ridiculous. But back to the Phillies run. I mean, they they have been at this point. Listen, it, it, and I, it's hard for me to, to visualize it, even though the Phillies are playing so well. Somebody beating the Astros right now, the way they're playing. But at this point, can you can you really be surprised if Philly goes in here and finds a way to upset the Astros in in this World Series? No, I don't. I mean, no, because I they upset the Cardinals. They upset the Braves. Like, they upset the Padres. Like, they shouldn't have won any of these. So, and yeah, no. you bet your ass they should not beat the Astros. But, man, I'm not going to put it past anything anymore. I, no, I mean, no. I, I clearly don't know what I'm talking about because I was wrong about the Phillies at every step of the way. You um, and, and everybody not- else, to be fair. True. But man, I'm thrilled to have been wrong. This is so much fun to watch as a baseball fan. Yeah, as a guy that wanted to see the Padres or the Dodgers go to the World Series, yeah, that kind of sucks. But as a baseball fan, this is an awesome story. Just think of the moments that we got. I mean, that Reese Hoskins spiking of the bat. And if anyone doesn't just put that Bryce Harper home run, and by the way, that call on the home run, uh, phenomenal, the swing of his life, that is going to be a video and call that will last, especially if the Phillies win the World Series. That's going to be a call sure. that will live forever. I, I I tell you what, that at bat was just uh, – if you're a baseball nerd like we are, you a, as a hitter, you have to have an appreciation for that entire at bat against Robert mm-hmm. Suarez. Robert Suarez is throwing 100 miles an hour. He gets ahead. Bryce fouls off a a, a one-two fat hundred mile per hour fastball off the plate, and it wasn't like one of those emergency hacks either. It was like a regular foul ball on a hundred. 
And I'm thinking, I'm watching this game. I'm calling the game. I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay. He, he set up for he set up for the perfect changeup, down and away. And and Robert Torres throws the perfect changeup down and away. And it wasn't that he took it; it was how he took it. Mm-hmm. There was no flinch. There was no. It was like he saw it out of the hand and just like had no movement. Like no, I'm not, that's just gonna be blows off. As soon as I saw that, I, I, I turned to my partner, Jesse Agler, in no words, and I just had my eyes almost pop out of my head. I'm like, I just I just knew. I knew that the next pitch, I mean, it, it had to be, it just had to be a, a fastball off the plate, basically. And he probably would have walked at that point. At, but mm-hmm. once I saw it off, over the plate, and it wasn't a bad pitch, by by the way. It was it was outer third, uh, ninety nine hundred. Yeah, just <laughs> fuzz. Just and and uh, you just knew once he took that pitch before. I just had the sinking feeling that he was about to do something special. So I had the sinking feeling when he was walking to the plate. I don't know what it was. I just sat there going like. God, this might this might be loud. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I think this because Suarez is a monster and he should. He's probably gonna K up a storm, but I don't know why Bryce Harper walking the play. I think it, I think this is what it was. He had already homered twice in the series, and I've been saying all week, "Hey, listen, the Phillies are George Foreman in his fifties. Don't let him punch you. If he punches you, you're going down, and that punch is gonna come from Bryce Harper. Just don't let Bryce beat you." And it's not that they let him beat him. Yeah, he that was beat that, him. That, he beat. It, it, thank you. That is that thing. It wasn't a bad pitch. It wasn't the Padres made a mistake. Nope. It was just Bryce Harper doing Bryce Harper things. I mean, it it it, it was truly remarkable. I mean, even the first homer in Game One, uh, from Dar- Darvish at mm-hmm. ninety four at the at the letters off the plate that he just kind of fly swatted over the left field wall. Like he was doing things like that all. All series. Yes. That just happened to be the the capper at the like the most perfect time. And now you got it. We got an issue where we got, you know, Philly cops greasing poles all over the city of Philadelphia and fans <laughs> in Philly not caring and still jumping on the poles and getting deers tossed out. <laughs> hey, nothing about this, this I don't love. The the amount of double birds the bus our bus travel received <laughs> leaving <laughs> leaving Citizens Bank Park. I don't know that I've seen that many in my lifetime. It was, and you know, there was a ton of traffic. So everybody is just double bird. They're waving at us. I mean, they're having the time of their life. Oh, so great. And by the way, for those Padre fans, obviously don't be too sad. Pods ain't going anywhere anytime soon. They are. Yeah, I get they're playing in the same division as the Dodgers. I get that. We know the Giants are likely going to spend a lot of money this offseason, but man, this Padre team will get back uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. back next year. They'll have roughly the same lineup they had this year with Fernando back. Hopefully, we get the old version of Fernando. Hopefully, he takes it, took his lumps, grew and learned from it. And hopefully, we yeah. get a powerhouse team out of San Diego this next season that, and for the next five years. That's the most exciting part about it all is that this is the one time in San Diego's history, at least from Padre history, where they've gotten to an elite level and really been able to keep that same nucleus and like continue to move forward. I, I, I think that's the most exciting part. You mentioned getting Fernando back. You, the nucleus is coming back. You'll have the same staff back. Uh, I think that's, I think those are all wins for the Padres. 
Uh, may I, before we get off the National League side and talk a little bit about the AL side, question for you because Padre broadcaster, former Padre player, uh, a much better one than I was for damn sure. Uh, question for you, your thoughts on the fact that your best relief pitcher, Josh Hader, never pitched an inning in those last couple of games. I didn't have a problem with it. You know, I, Robert Suarez hadn't surrendered a home run to a lefty the entire season. Mm -hmm. and, and he was pitching that well. And in hindsight, okay, you know how it is, right? Yeah. There's a decision to be made. They went with, with they thought they need they knew they needed to cover what I think it was nine outs at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, you had Josh Hader who hadn't thrown, gotten a, a six out save in two years, um, for a reason. And I think that they they were going to try to get two from Suarez. And I was okay with that decision. The bottom line, as we said about Bryce Harper, I honestly don't think it would have mattered who was in the game when he came to the plate. He, he would have somehow was, hit two homers off of Hater. <laughs> right? I'm just saying. It's just one of those things. In hindsight, would you if if he had I'm sure if if Bo Mel is in this same situation in 2023, he may he may attack it a little bit differently knowing what he knows now. But in the moment at the time, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't either. But of course, it did cross my mind when Harper came to the plate. I'm like, ah, remember, remember 2017 Orioles fans? Remember, remember Abaldo? Now it, Suarez is a lot better than Abaldo, but man. It's like having Britain out there. You don't want to leave Britain out there. But hey, the, the game, there's the thing. The, the, you got to remember, though, the game wasn't even over. Pods no. came back in the ninth, too, put two guys on. By the way, uh, why why am I forgetting center fielder's name? Uh, killing me here. For, for, for the, Padres. the Padres. Grisham. Grisham. Thank you. My God. Grisham laying down a dime. Uh, sack bunt with runners on first and second with their closer on the mound i mean grisham does not sack bunt every day in fact none of us do i was more impressed with that sack bunt than just about anything else he did in the playoffs <laughs> and he had a great playoff he had a great playoff at the you know the, the crazy part is i think he's going for a he's trying to drag bunt it for a hit and and you know how it is when it's wet like that mm -hmm. i mean anything could happen it just so happened he ends up bunting it a little bit too close to the pitcher where he's able to to kind of set his feet, make the throw that he needed to. Uh, and I didn't have a problem with that, too. There were a lot of people. Listen, as you know, when, when you're struggling, when you're 0 for a series and you come up in a spot with a left hand as a left handed hitter facing a left handed pitcher at that point. You're trying to do anything you can to help your ball club get Ride a victory. And, it, and if that means dragging a bunt or putting a, a bunt down in a situation where it's late and a lot of people would swing away, you, you do it. You, you go, you're trying to do anything you can to help the ball club. And he so chose to do it. Bo Mel didn't have an issue with it. I didn't have an issue with it. I, I thought it, it. it was a, it was a winning play. I thought so too. I thought it was a great, even I didn't even see, I didn't even know it was an attempt of a drag. I thought it was just a late show because there was runners on first and second. And I thought he got the job done. And if that was the call, I'm like that, I love the call because for multiple reasons, one, putting some serious pressure on the defense. And have we mentioned make, what the make a play. defense is? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. And let's not forget the previous pitcher threw three wild pitches in a row because the weather was cold, damp, everything about it. I loved, yeah. I thought like, yeah. yeah, make them make a play.
Force them I, I to think, get you out. I think most baseball people had no issue with that play. Yeah, I loved it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the exact opposite of what we loved on the NL side and everything we hated on the (laughs) AL side. Astros are back in the World Series. They went 7-0. I can't stand them. I don't know how Philly's going to beat them, but I've said it before already this October. Uh, But here's the thing. There is one bad omen right now, and I'm going to keep saying it as many times as I can so it actually becomes a thing. There's only two teams in the history of playoff baseball in the wildcard era that have gone 7-0 into the World Series. 2007 Rockies, 2014 Kansas City Royals. What do they have in common? They both got their asses knocked out in the World Series. (laughs) And they all lost. Yeah, uh, that that might be the the thinnest of of strands that you're hanging on to there. I'm begging with that one. You know, the issue, the funny thing is that for me, it, it's hard to continue to hate him because of Dusty. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and there's, and quite frankly, there are a bunch of new faces that weren't necessarily a part of. It. I know some of them are still there, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, two of them, two Dust, of them specifically. Dusty, <laughs> Dusty is is Dusty is is kind of puts a, a shiny a shiny coat. Over the Astros for me. Yeah, he does. Shiny <laughs> coat over everything. He really does. He really does. Dusty might be one of, I mean, if there is a major league manager, Mount Rushmore, Dusty Baker, there is a legit argument that you can put Dusty Baker on that Mount Rushmore. The guy's taken multiple teams to the World Series. He's led a half dozen teams to the playoffs. But the one thing that's eluded him his entire career as a manager is that World Series ring. And I want him to have it more than anyone in the world. I just don't want it to have an H on it. <laughs> this, this might be his best shot, though. So, I know. You know it, it might be his lonely shot. It, 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 uh, it very well could end up with an H on. I mean, listen, here's the thing about the Astros. I thought, let's, if, I, if I'm being honest, I thought coming into this year, this would be the year we saw the Astros take a step back and I don't know if I have ever been this wrong about something because not only have they not taken a step back you could argue this is one of the strongest Astro teams maybe other than that 20 was 17 2017 team that was a killer team that that was a killer team right this is probably the best version of Astros since then and it's mainly it's mainly it's different this time because 
they are a lot deeper from a pitching standpoint yeah. than I think they've ever been in, in, in their in their run right now. That 2017 pitching staff couldn't hold this pitching staff's jock on its best day. Like, let's just no. go through it. We got game one. We're going to be seeing Wheeler taking on Verlander. Uh, thank you. Injected it directly Obviously. in my veins. Here's a fun <laughs> fact, though. Uh, Verlander is currently the Astros' worst pitcher by far. Um, their their entire bullpen has given up, what, a total of three earned runs this October. Their uh, Every starter has thrown a good uh, quality start in every single... Thromber Valdez has been unhittable. Uh, Luis Garcia has been unhittable. McCullers. Uh, it's just, it's one after another after another. This team feels unbeatable. It, I, I, well, to this point, they, they literally have been unbeatable. And listen, it's going to take something like the magic that the Phillies have in order to to beat the Astros because off even even if we put the pitching aside, we go on the offensive side of of the thing of the, of the of the ball. You have Pena playing out of his mind right now, which is basically filled in quite nicely for losing Carlos Correa. I mean, yeah. I thought that would I thought that was going to be the backbreaker, honestly. I mean, I, I thought Losing Springer when they did would hurt. They they covered that up. I thought for sure when losing Carlos Correa would be the the thing that really made them go backwards. Hasn't because Pena has been there. Jordan Alvarez has to be. Um, he's got to be one of the best left-handed hitters in all of baseball. He's amazing, and he can and he can do it. He can do it in a variety of ways. I mean, he can shoot you the other way. He can short stroke you to right. He can hit you with the big bomb. I mean, he, he's. He's a complete hitter. He's he is that 330 100 guy that you know we saw for for a long time coming coming through the the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, he he's something special. That this whole Astros team is something special. They really are. You mentioned Jordan Alvarez. I mean, I mean, this is the team that just swept through the playoffs and Jose Altuve went over the playoffs <laughs> and it didn't matter right I, it, didn't it didn't matter, matter. That's, like none of the all. games were close really no you know you know what it reminds me of it it, it it reminds me of um i'm a big basketball fan it reminds me of the 90s bulls like the, la yeah. the last last repeat like there's a team that's really <laughs> good and they make it close for a little bit yeah. and then you look up and the lead has been stretched out and yeah. You look back when the series is over, it's like, I guess they really never had a shot. Yeah, so basically you just described the Utah Jazz and the New York Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> that was, oh, there, that's cute. Oh, are the Jazz good? Oh, the Yankees are good? Okay, this will be a quick sweep. That's exactly what I was shooting for right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, dead on. The most dead on comparison <laughs> in the world because let's be real clear, we didn't give the Utah Jazz a shot in hell against the Bulls. No, and no. I didn't even watch game four of the, of the Yankee game. Why bother? They had no chance in hell. Nope. No, it, it eventually just, as we said, is meth methodically, it's, it's a one run game. Then it's a two run. Then it's a four run game. And then, then it's over. This is just, just like that. Uh-huh. You know, I mentioned at the top of the show that we had a guest on last week. We had Ryan LaBarnway, uh, you know, former Red Sox catcher, uh, yeah. journeyman catcher, uh, co-hosting the show with me. And he brought up a good quote that I really liked. And he talked about the evil empire and how we grew up in the 90s of the, you know, the Yankees or the evil empire. Are the Houston Astros the evil empire now? 
because it's not that they're outspending people. That was the thing about the Yankees in the 90s. Like, they had all the money. They could spend all the money. That is not the case anymore in this baseball landscape. Can the Yankees outbid people? Yes, but not any more specially than the Cubs can, the White Sox can. They all have money. Yeah. So the levy, the money-wise, the playing field's fairly level. What the Astros have is the money, an outrageous player development, uh, and just a factory of pitchers after another after another is this team the new evil empire of major league baseball they they very well might be they very well might be i mean if you think about it they are they they are what everybody's shooting for right mm -hmm. even more so than the dodgers because they're getting to the final step a lot more often than everybody else is i know that really like boils people's blood but the fact of the matter is cheating scandal aside they do two things that that they do very well and will give them sustained life they draft they develop and they usually are developing arms and so and and clearly they develop position players as well i mean jordan alvarez is, is sitting right there as a as a guy, I know he came from the Dodgers, but nevertheless, that you know must be I'm the saying? most painful thing that the Dodgers <laughs> hear every day. Oh yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure it is. But but you get my point though. And yeah. they're still and they're and they're getting to the final step. You know, you yes. could argue the Dodgers they haven't quite been able to get to the final step as much as the Astros have. Listen, you, you can't deny something when you look at that 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 one meme that you saw all throughout Twitter for the last couple of months of the NL West dominance that is the Dodgers, that they've won nine of the last 10 NL Wests. Not a whole lot of rings in those 10 years. And mm -hmm. I know we can say the same thing about the Astros. Well, the Astros only have one more ring. Yeah, but theirs came in a full season. The Dodgers still has a little bit of Eh, to it because of the 60 game season now i know any other team that won that world series would be touting it saying yo that absolutely won the world a series thousand percent as they should but the fact that the dodgers won that is the one thing everybody gets to grab on to and be like no 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 failures failures in la yeah. and right now by the way yeah. i i don't think i've ever seen it not to get on a tangent away from everything playoff baseball but the meltdown that is taking place in dodger media my God, it's only equal to the meltdown the Yankee fans are having because everyone <laughs> wants Cashman's head and Boone's head. This team won 100 games this year, and they it's, do it consistently every year, and they've been the ALCS three of the last six years, and you want them all fired? You're dumb. It's, 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 it's mind-blowing. I had a long argument with uh, an individual that covers the media, and it covers, excuse me, covers the Dodgers in the media. And I was I, I, I was flabbergasted that, you know, there needed to be changes. And I was like, OK, well, what exactly has gone wrong here? I mean, yes, they get to the playoffs and they haven't been able to advance the last couple of years. But they also are getting there every single year. And we all know once you get to the playoffs, as we've seen this year, anything can literally happen. And yes. this year in the National League side, anything did happen. On the American Fair League enough. side, not so much. So, you know, it, it's that is the goal is to get to the dance and to be yeah. as prepared as possible. They just didn't they just didn't play well once they got there. I don't know that that requires, you know, you know, full full changeover. 
It's amazing. He's like, oh, man, Dave Roberts doesn't know what he's doing. I can't stress this enough, random Dodger fan. Dave Roberts knows what he's doing, and he knows a lot more about what he's doing than, than yes. you about it pretty than much all of anything. Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, I, I, right. Like, I, I know you've known Dave for a long time. I've known Doc forever. Uh, he is one of the best baseball minds in the game, not to mention one of the best people in the game. Yeah. And by the way, who are you going to go get? Who, who, yeah. who, who, who are you going to go get? Because, you yeah. know, the funny thing is, is you know, I, I've also heard that uh, as because of the whole hater not coming into the game. You've heard that on the San Diego. Oh, yeah. Oh, who, who, who are you going to go get? That's what I wonder. Who, who are you going to go get better? Yeah, and that's the other thing with the Yankee fans that I hear all the time. Yeah, you know Steinbrenner wouldn't have put up with this. You all hated Steinbrenner when he was here. You hated him. Why did you love him now? Yeah. Like, you hated Joe so, Torrey when he didn't go to the World Series. Like, ah! It's, it's sour grapes. But to your point, I mean, it's not as though there has been a super freak out in, in Los Angeles in terms of trying to take everybody's heads off. It seems it's like. amazing. It, it's honestly hilarious. But let's go ahead and preview this World Series, man. We got Phillies. We got Astros. This is I'm not going to lie to you. This is an exciting World Series to me, not only as a baseball fan, but in general, I think non-baseball fans have gotten into the Phillies a little bit. It's hard not. to. Yeah. This is a very, very yeah. cool story. And when the stars are doing, quite frankly, star shit, man, this this is what I want to see. But I, I want to see Bryce. That. That's that's exactly what happens when, you know, that's that is the formula for success in terms of, you know, getting eyes to tune in is the star is actually doing what the stars need to be doing. And Mm -hmm. and in this series, at least leading into this series, that's exactly what's happened. That's what does make this an exciting series, because, listen, even though I think we both thought that coming into the season, the Phillies defense and their bat bullpen was bad enough to where that it couldn't over the offense couldn't overcome it, right? Um, that offense has always been like a, a problem. I mean, you one through six, really, if if you include Alec Bohm in there, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough get through, especially when Schwarber's swinging a bat the way he is, and when Bryce is swinging a bat the way he is. Hoskins mm-hmm. is going to do what he does. And he's gonna come up clutch in, in, in moments, but it's those one and and wherever Bryce is mm-hmm. to kind of clean up everything when they're going good. It's it's tough because even when Schwarber's not hitting home runs, he's walking, he's on yeah. base, so it's never just a solo shot that's happening. They also have Nick Castellanos and JT Real Muto. Like they're they're fine <laughs> offensively. So here's one what it comes six, down to: no problem. Yeah, here's what it comes down to. What is it going to take for the Phillies? For me, it's the obvious thing. They have to hit. Uh, and they don't even have to play perfect defense. They need to play serviceable defense. That's it. They need to not beat themselves is what they need to do to be successful in this series in my eyes. What about you? I I, I think ultimately, as you said, they're going to have to hit um... – and that again, that, that that boils down to those one through six guys. Can the the other issue? Uh, the other interesting thing is in terms of a pitching from 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 Phillies, right? Mm-hmm. Austin Nola, excuse me, Aaron Nola and 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 Wheeler are going to have to be the dudes that they've been to this point. Yeah, because without that, the Astros' offense is is too good. So we've seen Nola. I mean, right before the season ended, Nola went in there and almost threw a, a, a no-no against this ball club. Mm-hmm. And so 
he's going to have to, they're going to have to both be on that type of level. Uh, I think to give the Phillies a shot to go along with the offense hitting the way it needs to. What do you think is the thing that could get in the Astros way? And this is what I think is the only thing that can get in their way. Truly. Um, I think this, and I, I would never accuse them of this, especially with Dusty Baker at the helm, but the way they've steamrolled through this playoffs, do you think there is a remote chance, whether they know it or not, subconsciously or unconsciously, that they could take the Phillies lightly? Because I think some teams this October may have taken the Phillies lightly and they got served a real cold dish. I think it's less likely with the Astros, and here's why. I think because there's almost like a built-in us against them when it comes to the Astros because of how how much vitriol they receive um, from really everybody outside of Houston. And so I think that in itself doesn't allow for them to walk into a series of this magnitude and take the Phillies lightly. At this point, I don't know how they could possibly do that anyway watching because i'm sure on the outside looking in looking into the national league they probably didn't see the phillies getting where they were but every every round they keep knocking off these good teams and then it becomes okay well you know i think they come in a little bit more aware than if you know they were the 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 nice guys on the block rolling into this this kind of series right they, they are the evil empire so i think yeah. there, there's an element of that that doesn't allow for them to to really be i guess uh, complacent against a ball club like philly well i think uh can you believe it we're in a world where pretty much everybody's rooting for Phil- we're in a world where philadelphia philadelphia are the good guys uh, yeah yeah and we're yeah. rooting for I mean, it's just a fact. I, I, I just, mean, I just spent three games up there, and I can tell you, uh, they're they're not the good guys, but they are in this series. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the question. Final question of the day. Um, what's your prediction of the series? I'll give you mine, and I'll, get, I'll tell you why I'm giving you my exact pick. I think it's going to be Houston in six. I think it's going to be Houston in six because I do think that the Phillies are going to be able to get two wins out of this. I think it's going to be Wheeler might get a win, and I think Nola will get a win. I think they might also both get losses. Uh, the Astros are just too dangerous of a team. But also I'm picking this because I picked Philly to lose in every series, and they've won. I'm hoping that this trend Over continues. And I'm right in the wrong way. <laughs> Go Philly, baby. Go Philly. I just don't think it's going to happen, but I want it to so bad. I will drop myself in that same bucket. Six for Houston. I'm hoping for some reverse psychology. I'm rooting for the Phillies picking the Astros in six. Same exact deal. Guys, this has been a very fun big-time baseball and Odyssey sports. Tony, where can people find you? Obviously, Tony Gwynn Jr. on Twitter and Instagram, but more importantly, best broadcaster in San Diego, my man. Where can people hear your Uh, radio show? You can hear my radio show on the Odyssey app. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan here in San Diego, Monday through Friday, 2 to 6. I'm there all the time. He is the best currently in the game. 
Check it out. It's a great show, obviously. And make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to Big Time Baseball on Aussie uh, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Not to mention that, follow me on Twitter at Decker6, Instagram, Antihero Baseball, and check me out on the Carton Show on FS1 every single morning. Guys, thank you for joining us. Enjoy you some World Series baseball. Go Phillies! All right, beat it. <laughs> beat it. <laughs>